Hey boo, it's Yvonne Michelle coming straight from the den every Monday. You're listening to season two, episode two. I named this episode, You Have a Purpose. (laughs) And you already know I'm bringing inspiration, advice, tips, and story times, a place where you can get good, honest, godly content, okay? And if you're new, hey boo. Alrighty, you guys. So today's 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 podcast is called "You Have a Purpose," and what I mean by that is sometimes you know when you're starting the new year, you kind of feel like oh, it's a new year, and I have to come up with a resolution, and I have to do this, and I have to do that, and it just does not feel real. And it's like the first month or two, okay, but usually within the first month. Usually nobody makes their resolution because you set like a high like boundary for yourself and then you're just like you feel like unaccomplished because you don't really set make your goal. Just being realistic, right? Some people they do make their goal. Some people they do set realistic goals, but then some people are like, oh, I wanna lose 50 pounds in one month. That's not realistic, like not at all. So Try to, you know, set smaller portions. But one thing you need to, one resolution you should make for yourself is I have a purpose and that's through God. And I actually got two verses for you guys today. Let me pull out my Bible app. All right. So I have them right here. So the first verse I want to share with you is Jeremiah 29, 11. This is in the LT version. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Now, I pulled that one up because, like I said, you have a purpose. And for you to know that you have a purpose is for you to believe and trust in God for your future. And when you set resolutions, of course, you're doing this for your future, but don't make it so big and broad where you feel like I can't even make, I wouldn't even be able to make the goal. You feel me? And then if you do that to the point where you feel like you can't make the goal, then you're going to feel like, oh, I can't accomplish nothing. I can't do this. I What's the point of me being alive? Why am I here? And then you start filling in all these doubtful, um, depressed thoughts that you just don't need circulating okay so the first thing you should remember is that god he has a future for you and it's full of hope okay it's full of his promises and he won't break them because he created his your future he created your future for you and you have a purpose and that is that is the kicker y'all that's it i mean it's very plain you have a purpose Your only resolution should be trusting God through the process. And the process is is walking on the path that he created for you. How do you know the path that he created for you? By talking to God, by getting closer to God, by reading his word every day, not just in the morning, waking up. Thank you, God, for waking me up. Thank you, God, for this food. Thank you, God, for allowing me to go to sleep. No, it's throughout the day. He wants conversation. He doesn't just want you to ask, 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 ask. Yes, you should continue to ask, seek and knock, but you should have a conversation with God. You know, he wants to get to know you, although he already knows who you are. He wants to get to know you the way you think. He wants 
you to get to know him in the process of him getting known to you. So you need to trust God in the process so that you can know what your purpose is. God has many talents for you. He gives everyone their own talent, their own um, destiny. And in order for you to know what your talent is, to know what your destiny is, to know what your purpose is, is to get to know him, get to know God and really read the word because his word is full of truth. I was just <laughs> actually on Sunday, we just learned about that. His word is full of truth. I mean, we already knew that, but his he wants you to put on a truth of armor. Okay. Or the armor of truth, like a belt and surrounded around you and keep it, keep yourself full of it. So the truth is he has a future for you and his future that he created for you is full of hope. It's full of his promises because, because you have a purpose. And here's the second, here is the second verse that I want to share with you because one thing we like, okay, yeah, I have a purpose, but what if somebody else has that same purpose? Well, that's when we start comparing ourselves. We don't want to compare ourselves with other people because everyone has their own talent. Maybe you have the talent of sympathy, but somebody else has the talent of whatever their talent is. Everyone has their own talents, their own destiny, their own purpose. You have a purpose in this world. You change. Okay. And when you change that alters someone else and that brings more good people into your lives or that brings more whoever needs to be in your life, you know, so that you can make changes. And that is your purpose to share the word of gospel, be a disciple for God and just to be you and being you getting to know God, understanding who you are, removing the old you and putting on the new you that God has restored and you in it's amazing. It's truly amazing. Okay, but here's the second verse. Romans 12, 2. Romans 12, 2 says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. And y'all know this world is made for the devil. The devil rules the world, but God rules us and he rules the heavens. Okay. So do not copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Okay. Once again, you will learn to know God's will for you. And what is his will? It's your future. It's his plan that his path that he's created for you which is good. Okay. It's good. It's pleasing. Oh, definitely. It's pleasing. And it's perfect. You know why? Because it's full of hope. He gave you hope. He's giving you hope, telling you, I created this perfect, good, pleasing future for you, which is in your will. All you have to do is trust me. All you have to do is believe in me. All you have to do is let go of that wheel that you were trying to drive and give it over to him. Let go of all the pain, the depression, the suffering, the confusion, every, just let go of all the negativity and give it to God. Just give it to God because at this point in time, at this point in time, there is no other way. 
He is the answer. He's the truth. He's the hope. And he, and he's just everything, you know? So just remind yourself that you should not copy the behaviors and customs of this world. You should not, oh, you know that saying back in the day, like if your friends jump off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge with them? You know what I mean? So don't, why would you follow their bad behaviors if it's taking them to go nowhere? They're going nowhere. Where if you're reading in the word and following the word and trusting in God, that gives you eternal life. That takes you somewhere where you following all the world, people in the world doing all this sin. I mean, first of all, you're getting temporary relief. It's not eternal relief. relief. And on top of that, you are just damaging your soul each and every time you do these temporary things. You, it makes you even more depressed because it, it doesn't last as long. And, and then when you get to that point of it not lasting long enough for you, that's when it turns into addiction. That's when it turns into a need for all of these temporary things, which it, it should never be. It does nothing good for you. Where if you take those same temptations and put it into God, all you'll get is glory. All you do is get to know God more, love him more, understand him more, want to do more for others, not just yourself. You remove that selfishness, that conceitedness that we all seem to have a little bit. You remove all of that and you'd want to do more for other people. And then you feel good. And then you're on a continuous peace and tranquility because of God's love, because you're understanding why you are here, what your purpose is, because you have a purpose. Maybe your purpose is to help others, but you don't know it yet because you haven't taken the chance to really sit down and get to know who God is and why you were here. So I really want you to sit down and like, let it reflect in your head and your mind every day that you like, okay, if you're really waking up and saying, thank you, God, that is a great step. But then throughout the day, while you're driving, while you are, um, instead of sitting on the bed, scrolling through Instagram and scrolling through Facebook or whatever you're scrolling through, you could really take that time to listen to devotionals. Like I said, in the first episode of season two, Go to the Bible Plan app or uh, Bible Plan, Bible app or Bible.com and go do their Bible plans. They're really, really life changing and they are very helpful, especially if you find one that you think is really connected to you. And you don't have to do one one time. You can do that same one many times. If you really felt like you connected with it, you can do it multiple times. And one thing I had a verse here. Um, I'm going to find that verse. Oh, here it is. <laughs> that was quick because I'd be highlighting that. It's okay. I highlight them and then I save them. And that way I can always come back and reflect off of them. So this one is Psalms 12, 6. The Lord's promises are pure, like silver refined in a furnace, purified seven times over. Now, I have that in the NLT version. Sometimes I switch versions um, because my church does the New King James version. So sometimes I switch them to see, to compare them, to see, you know, just to really understand what the word is telling me in the new King James version. It says the words of the Lord are pure words like silver tried in furnace of earth purified seven times. So I wonder, I wonder what that really means. Purified seven times over. And this is when we go to Google. Okay. Okay. 
So purified seven times over. So purified, why is silver refined seven times? Hmm, let's see. Oh, seven is the number of completion, perfection. God's word is perfect and complete. Oh, I see. That makes a lot of sense. It's full of completion and perfection, which is God's word, right? So the Lord's promises are pure. They're perfect. They're complete. They he would never break his promises with you. If he made a promise with you, best believe if it doesn't come right now, it's coming soon because God's timing is also perfect. So he, just because you ask for something right now, that doesn't mean you need it right now because if you got it right now, you probably wouldn't cherish it as much as you would when it's in its perfect timing that God gives you. And the reason I brought up Psalms 12, what's it, Psalms 12, 6? The reason I brought up Psalms 12, 6 is because... When it go back to Jeremiah 29, 11, talking about how your future is full of hope, his hopes are his promises, which are pure. His hopes are his promises, which are pure. Okay. And I just want you to really understand that God does not break his promises. And I'm going to keep repeating it because it's true. He doesn't break his promises. They're very real. They are um, something that you should really know that. If you're asking God for something, you don't have to worry about it no more because that's when it turns into doubt. Like I asked God for this new phone and I didn't get it. And I don't think he's going to do it for me. And I asked him already and he didn't do it. And I just want it. And it's just, it. that's when it gets negativity festering. We don't want that. You ask God for something. You trust that he's going to do it for you in his perfect timing. And then you pretty much you leave it alone. Yes, you want to continue asking, seeking, and knocking. And I can actually talk about that in the next um, episode of what ask, seek, knock is. I learned that a couple of months at my church. So basically, just a brief of ask, seek, knock is, yes, you want to ask for something and then you, you don't want to kind of worry about it anymore. But when it's something like pain or like cancer or like um, something that when you really, it's just sitting on your heart, not that you're worrying about it, but you want to keep asking God. You want to let God know that you are very serious about this situation, about what you're asking for. And you really want him to hear you begging and pleading and asking and seeking and like literally knocking at his door. Like, God, please, I really need this pain to go away. Please heal me, Lord, please. And then you ask every day, but don't ask to a point where you're worried that he's not going to do it. Just ask like as if you're a child asking your father, because that's what you're doing. You are his child. He is your father. A child, if they really want something, they're going to continue asking every day. They're going to throw hints in there every day. For Christmas, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want this. And then when Christmas comes and they're like, okay, this is what I've been waiting for. And they open the gift and they're like, you really listened. You really got it for me. You really did it. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy that, and I'm not saying you have to wait a whole 12 months just to get what you're asking for. I'm just using that as an analogy. You know, you are as an example, like you are really asking and seeking like a child would ask and seek and knock on the door of their father's store or their mother's door. 
But in this case, it's a child asking their father, right? So I, I just, I really want you to understand that his promises are pure. They won't be broken. They were made seven times over, which is for perfection and completion, which is what, which is what we we know comes from God. God is perfect. His timing is perfect. He is everything, the beginning and the end. There is no questioning his love. There's no questioning his judgment. There's no questioning anything because he made us. He handpicked us to come into this world. You have a purpose. You have a purpose, okay? You just have to trust in God to, and you have to talk to him and you have to get to know him to know what your purpose is. I don't know. Maybe my purpose is it's doing what I'm doing now, expressing how lovely and how amazing God's love and relationship that I have with him is. And I just want you to have the same relationship. My relationship with God is growing at this point. You see, I've changed my whole podcast. It's still full of positivity, but I've incorporated God because I feel like this is something that I need to do especially with me and God's relationship. So I don't know what my purpose is as of yet, but I'm starting to get that feeling. This year in 2022, I feel different. I feel more stronger and connected to God. And I feel more confident talking about God with other people, sharing the gospel. And I want you to understand that you can do that too. As disciples, you can do that too. But just remember Jeremiah 29, 11. I'm going to read it again. Jeremiah 29, 11. It says, For I know the plan I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good, not disaster. There are plans for good, not disaster. Let me stop right there. There are plans for good, not disaster. Why would he make a plan for you to, you know, just end up in destruction? Why would God ever do that? He loves you. He wants the best for you. He set a plan for you for good, not disaster. So why would you think that he is out to get you somehow? He pan picked you and he created a path and a future for you so that you can share him and get to know him and just let everyone know the love and the trust that you have in him and the hope that you have in him and that you don't have no doubt, no worries, and that you're full of his peace and his tranquility. Why would you think that he would, let's say you said this, but if you are thinking this way, why would you think that he would create a plan for disaster? No, they are plans for good, not disaster to give you a future and a hope to give you a future and a hope. His future that he created for you is full of hope. And this is a promise. This is a promise that God has made for you. And what are his promises? They're pure. His promises are never broken. So just remember Jeremiah 29, 11. I want this to fester onto your mind this whole week. His promises are never broken. And this is a promise that he has given us that the plans are, for good 
Ugh, I'm going to start over. For I know the plan I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. The Lord's promises are pure like silver refined in a furnace, a furnace purified seven times over, which was Psalms 12, 6. That was God's promise. Your future has hope. You have a purpose. It's right here in the text. I gave you the verses. It is right here in the text. I gave you the verses. And also, let me bring up Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His promises will never be broken. Why? Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He will never change. He will never break his promises. He will always love you. There's, there will never change. I mean, it's right here. It's in the text. It's in the text. It is in the text. So what is there to lie about? What is there to lie about? <laughs> Just remember 29, Jeremiah 29, 11. You have a purpose, my love. And don't forget it. And don't forget it. You have a purpose. You have a destiny. You have your talents that are given by God. You are loved by God. You have a purpose. And on that note, love you, boo. Later, boo.